Hey there, welcome to the We Miss Marty podcast. I'm Chris Pugh. As always, Laura Kessel. Laura, how are you doing today? Good, thanks. I'm cold, but it's January in Ohio. What do you expect? I mean, yeah. come on. <laughs> it's and, 40 degrees. What are you talking about? Well, I'm in central Ohio, which is a little bit warmer. And Laura, when we first met each other, we were in the snow belt. So, you know, <laughs> after working there, I'm used to about everything. So I should feel balmy right now, but I guess I'm not. So, oh, well. Um, yeah, so today, Laura said one of her all-time favorite Frasier episodes, Flower Baby, where Niles comes to, or tries to come to terms with his uh, fatherhood. What about it kind of set this one apart from other Frasiers for you, Laura? The Flower Baby, actually. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, just the way that, it's a, I mean, it's a good idea what he does. Um, he just, I mean, just the hilarity of what he does with this bag of flour. Yeah, yeah. Cracks me up. Um, well, first of all, um, like a lot of, they do this in this, in a lot of schools. At least yeah. I, I think they still do. You know, they let, they make the kids, you know, carry around, you know, a, a lot of, I think a lot of them actually do a real baby, but um mm-hmm. The um, you know, they got to take care of it. It has like the real baby, I think, has um, you know, sounds and activities, yeah, <laughs> coming from it. Um, so but this is just a he just does a bag of flour, you know, he, he said a 10 he said a 10 pound bag of flour, which is bigger than most bags of flour that I've ever seen, you know? Oh, yeah. But if you're going to have a baby, it's, you know, pretty much you're going to be close to 10 pounds after, after just a little bit of time anyway. I can't remember if they did that in my school. Was that more of a middle school or a high school thing? I think it's like middle school or young high school. Okay. Because I guess you're warning people about the the bad stuff about having the baby. And I guess later high school, if you're having a baby early, you're having the baby, you know, I guess. So. Yeah. I mean, I think they want kids to make good decisions and it's a way for kids to, um, you know, have the, um, have the ability to see what is involved with having a kid. You know, it's not just cute little kids in cute little outfits. You know, it's right. You know, you're responsible for this kid 24 hours a day. And, you know, a lot of them don't think about that kind of stuff. You know, especially there's a lot of kids, a lot of young girls who want to have kids real early in their lives and, Mm -hmm. you know, are attracted to the idea of somebody to love and somebody who would love them. And you know, you know, this kind of thing might be a good idea for a lot of them. So I'm trying to remember back in high school. And again, I graduated in '93. It's a little bit of a different world than today. But I had um, probably a handful of girls that were pregnant. Mm-hmm. Not by me. I mean, just in general, a handful <laughs> of great. That sounded kind of bad for a second. There. That was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things you think about that you say, you know, like, oh, it doesn't sound right. It's a very self <laughs> Uh But, no, I had um, a couple girls who were pregnant, and 
it was interesting. You didn't hear from some of the girls. Like, sometimes you hear the stereotype of all oh, they keep them home for the year or whatever. And I don't know what happened to the other girls, but there was this one girl. Everyone knew she was pregnant. Um, it was like the whole class talked to her during English class once. And she's like, yep, I'm pregnant. Looking forward to having my baby. You know, where for some people, it's mortifying to be, say, hey, I'm in high school, I'm pregnant. But, man, this girl was like, yep, we're all good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, which was different. I'll put it that way. I I feel weird endorsing or saying it's awful, but it was different. I'll put it that way. So. I don't think there were that many in my, my class in school, but I do remember a bunch of kids that did have babies in high school. Like, yeah, it was a, like one of the more popular girls in my brother's class, which was a year before me, had a baby when she was like in the early parts of her senior year. So, I mean, you know, I've been out of school, what, almost 30 years. Well, 30 years, actually. And, you know, so I can't even imagine having a kid that's that old. Yeah, a kid's my right. early 30s, right? Yeah. And also, um, when I was a kid, I was still in school. I, I, I think I was still in, like... Um, I don't think I had graduated from from like high school or anything. And one of um, one of my mom's friends, um, her daughter had a baby, and she was only like thirteen years old. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, you know, that was really shocking. So. Well, you get to a point in age where, for some some people, and I'll just pick on myself here. You know, you're like, hey, you know, haven't had a baby yet. I'd like to have a baby. Um, you know, my family, we're in the process of adopting our second right now. And babies didn't happen right away. I don't know if there was any big scientific medical reason. It didn't happen right away. And that's what kind of sparked the adoption thing. And, you know, sometimes I wish we could have our own babies. But, you know, uh, as a believer, like a God guy, I kind of say, hey, God went that way. It's all good. So. Yeah, and I think getting back to Frazier, that's kind of where Niles found himself. I think, you know, mm -hmm. Niles in this is relationship with uh, Maris. Niles obviously is very much questioning the relationship. He feels a, a loyalty to Maris, but obviously, you know, lots of issues there. Um, you know, he's fallen in love with Daphne and everything else. And mm -hmm. I, I think Niles hit that time in life where he's like, all right, time to have a kid. Well, disappointed has it happened, and now started obsessing about that. Yeah, and he, you know, he decide. He says one of the better lines in this movie or movie in the show is uh, when he says he says that he's using the time when she's away to decide how he feels before he's told how he feels. Yes, yes. <laughs> Which you know it says a lot about their relationship. You know. It, well, uh, it's, I mean, it, you know, I, I praise him for him thinking about it in this way, you know. Um, and you know what? I mean, it was played for comedy. It, it was a fine line. Mm -hmm. But in essence, it, it's, it's a personal question to ask a woman if it's someone you're married to or a, a friend or a colleague or whatever else the case might be. I mean, 
you know, my wife and I addressed it. It was a serious issue for my wife. You know, she had some strong feelings and everything. So, you know, I can understand even, and again, Fraser comedy, we never see Maris. But, you know, I can almost buy that as an actual, you know, that's a tough question to ask. You know, like, you want to get some personal feelings, ask that question of a woman, you know? So, yeah. so yeah. very interesting. Uh, so, so t- tell me about the flower. What kind of, so obviously <laughs> Niles interested in having a baby. And so he goes to the the school, you know, thing where you put flower to figure out, you know, if you're ready for a child or not. You carry it around every day, all day, every yes. day, you know, whatever you're doing. I mean, he doesn't go and like, you know, take care of it at home only, you know, but um, he does, you know, he carries it everywhere he goes and, you know, and he's not the most responsible dad in the right. world. Right. <laughs> As we find out from the first time, you know, he's, he's seen, you know, right. Um, he, he drops it in a pond. Um, he sets it in front of the fire to dry off yeah. and it catches on fire. Yes. <laughs> he and- hit it with um, the, um, uh, chopsticks i think he said it was like he was doing like some kind of fencing moves i think and he uh, gets to it yeah and he, and he said he ran it through so like the first time i think it's the first time that fraser sees him with it you know it's got a big band-aid on it and he's like yeah. i think your baby has had an accident you know yeah um you know fraser is sort of not necessarily supportive but isn't like unsupportive you know he, he, and he thinks it's stupid to some point, but I think he gets the idea of why he's doing it. Um, I'll, I will say that the moment that makes this episode my favorite is um, when he comes over with the carrying thing on and he sits down and he clunks it on the table. Yeah, yeah. And Marty's, you know, they're all like, what? <laughs> Yeah, they are like like for a moment they're acting like this could be a real baby. You know what I mean? I mean, they they have some awareness of the fact that it might be a real baby. Well, in the ridiculous, Eddie rips it to shreds. You know? Yeah, and the ridiculous thing about it, if you talk like if Niles was here, we were quizzing him on what he was doing. He'd probably be like, "Hey, I'm trying to figure out how to be a dad." But the ridiculous thing is, when you're Niles' age, I'm assuming he was somewhere in his 40s at the time of the show, you've lived life. Yeah, you haven't had kids yourself, but you've seen family, you've seen friends with kids. Um, you have a wealth of people you can ask, either you know, professionally or just from family, just to say, hey, you know, what do you think? What should I learn? But you know, the, you could ask his brother. Yeah. And, and the thing I found out is. Yeah, it's good to read stuff. It's good to think about stuff. But sometimes you just got to go with it. And, you know, you want to make sure that you're not doing crazy things you're going to end up in the crime section of the paper for. But, you know, (laughs) you naturally, as a decent person, know enough not to do stuff like that. And you just, you roll with it. You make mistakes along the way. And you learn from your mistakes. And Mm -hmm. you hope you don't. I, I mean, it's almost like a job. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if you're on a job, you're going to make mistakes. 
for many bosses, they just say, hey, learn from your mistakes. You know, mm -hmm. it's a problem if you make the same mistake 500 times a row. But, you know, you're going to make mistakes. Just learn from your mistakes and, you know, do better. And I, I'm far from the perfect dad, but that's the lesson that I'll show in there. But yeah. And Marty is Marty, like toward the middle of the episode, I think right after right after Eddie just <laughs> destroyed the baby. Um, right. I mean, he's Marty is a straight shooter. Right. You know, always. And in this case, very straight shooter, you know, he yeah. says, Call me jackass, um, so. you know, yeah. And he said, you know, do you want a kid? It's a simple question. And in reality, maybe <clears throat> it is, you know, right. for him, and I think he, know, I think he kind of acknowledges that, um, that, you know, he knows that he is in the place where it would be ideal, you know, financially, you know, age wise, he's in good health and all that other stuff that he says, but he just doesn't want it enough, which, you right. know, is a mature, is a maturity. He shows a little bit of maturity there and, you know, him saying that he thinks that it was a selfish, a selfish decision, you know, Frazier, you know, pats him on the back and says, it's really not, you know, yeah. I mean, and I kind of agree with that, you know, because yeah. you, I think they're like, he's, I forget, is it Frazier that says, you know, there's a lot of people who have kids for very wrong reasons, you know? Right. And right. that is very true. And right. I mean, this is 20 years ago or whenever. Well, and, there's, and it's still the case, you know, I'm mean, even looking at this podcast, you know, some of us have kids, some of us don't. And really it's an individual decision. Um, I mean, the only ah, uh, let's get deep for a second. The only question I have about people who don't have kids is sometimes, like in the abortion debate and everything, you know, mm -hmm. people are like, "Oh, save all the kids, and more people should adopt, and they'll adopt." And I'm sitting here like, if you really hold that feeling, you don't need to adopt every kid in the world, but show that gumption. Like, don't sit there and tell other people what to do and not want to do it yourself. But as you said, it is a personal decision. And, mm -hmm. you know, some of us don't have kids. Some of us have a couple. Some of us are like the Duggars, I guess, and have, you know, 20 kids. But, you yeah. know, and I have questions about people with 20 kids, too. But what I'm saying is it's an individual decision. And as long as you're not doing it for a horrible reason or you're contradicting your beliefs, you know, mm -hmm. do what you want. I mean, yeah. you're allowed to. You don't have to. Um, you know, you'll have to multiply all over the earth, yeah. You know? Um, it, it brings uh, the other thing that kind of brought up, and I thought it was a nice companion piece with the story. Um, they're in the taxi cab, kind of a funny back and forth. The taxi cab's European. Uh, Marty gives his take on, you know, that's why you need American cars. Um, you know, it's funny. I, I drive a Japanese card. Everyone says it's a lot better now, which is a side issue. But, you, you know, there's a taxi driver and she has a baby. Uh, Niles and, um, uh, you know, Frazier think that they're doctors, so they're going to be able to do yeah. it. They've got no idea what's going on. So Marty comes to rescue, delivers the baby, and you get that nice moment in the hospital where, you know, they hold the baby and, you know, um, like you said in the pre-show, there really wasn't a nicely tied bow. I mean, 
you know, until the finale, Niles didn't have kids. So obviously he didn't have kids right away, but there really wasn't a big, Hey, I'm going to do this or I'm not going to. It just, the the show ended with Niles kind of looking at the, um, uh, what do you call it? The, um, the nursery with the new babies and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, you, you know, it was funny before my wife and I adopted, we liked looking at babies, but it was funny I wasn't like Niles where I was looking and going, oh, my goodness, hopefully this happens, you know. I'd take any of those babies away. But when I found, when I saw the picture of my daughter for the first time, I'm like, all right, you know, I'm in love now. You know, so it was cool. Everyone does it different ways. You know, one, you wait until you see that uh, your kid, if they're being born or if you adopt them or whatever the case might be. So it's interesting. And again, not to criticize how they portray Niles. We all do it in different ways, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think there's any right or wrong. Either way, so try to think anything else from this episode that kind of jumped out, or um, we, sh we should discuss. I I wrote down the thing about Roz. Um, it's one of the rare moments where she got a chance to be involved with the caller. Yeah, at the beginning. Yeah. Um, you know, she gave the advice, and Fraser got mad, and he was jealous, and you know. I just um you know she's gotta she's gotta sit there and you know be like what the heck half the time you know right right so, i mean for a woman who has a lot of experience with men she really didn't speak up that often <laughs> so. yeah definitely and it's kind of weird like whatever job you have you know you sit there and you're like well when should i speak up or anything and I, I think for the most part, Roz is pretty quiet, but uh, Roz is either having a bad day or Roz is like, screw this. Yeah, I'm going to just say whatever. This is crazy. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. I mean, she didn't say a word. And uh, Fraser was just watching, you know, yes. her yes. reactions. And it was just bugging him, you know. Yes. It was pretty funny, you know. Fraser didn't like him. Her, her jumping in, but she's like, hey, this is the Fraser Green show last time I checked. But it was funny. And again, you know, it's a 22 minute show, so you got to kind of move on with the show. But, you know, it kind of was forgotten. You know, it was like the after the show, we're friends. You know, we're going to fight a little bit during the show. Yeah. And I guess it's a good relationship. I mean, I think even with us, there are times where we battled in the newsroom, but, you know, you, you forgot about the next day. I think a lot of journals are like that. You have these really rough moments where you're like, oh my gosh, we're going crazy. But then, yeah, yeah, you fight every day, or you there lose the working every day. There is one other thing. Mm -hmm. The thing with the the greeting card for the guy that works at the station. Yeah, I thought that was weird. Um, it, um, I mean, everybody who's ever worked in an office has had those moments where you're asked to sign a card, and it's like it's like the most horrible thing, you know. Every, nobody wants to be first, you know. Nobody, you want you don't want to say, say something stupid, you know. So, and then you get the card from like on your own birthday and it just says the same thing. Everybody yes. says the same exact thing. Yes. <laughs> but, um, you know, Frazier went to great, went to great steps to correct his mistake um, where he forgot or didn't even look to see what he was signing, you know? Right. And, right. and Marty was right to, point out you know he doesn't really care about the little man <laughs> yes you know yeah. he's right 
you know, he's not, he's not very in tune to what's going on around him, you know? And although Frazier is bright, you know, uh, you know, who I'm not sure. I'm not sure I would have bought a card with a big pink bunny on it for somebody that's getting in in a liver transplant or kidney transplant, whichever it was. I can't remember. But, um, you know, he, he went to great, great pains to try to correct his mistake. (laughs) Maybe it was a supply chain issue. Uh, I remember um, I haven't gotten to store that much during COVID, but uh, I was missing a card from my wife day before the birthday. So I took my daughter in, we were masked up. We went to Walmart and I literally could not, and this wasn't me being cheap. I literally could not find a somewhat romantic card saying happy birthday wife or honey or whatever. Yeah. So, so maybe they couldn't find that particular card. So like, you know, the rabbits, the closest to the liver. I mean, it must've been a slow card day or a, I don't know. They went to a place with a bad card selection. I mean, Frazier should have. Read the card. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Of course. You know? <laughs> of course. Yeah, no. Frazier had the issue there. Yeah. Uh, but that's one thing we're missing, Laura. I mean, we're mm-hmm. not at the office now, and I don't know. You could probably raise some good questions saying we may not be at the office for five, ten years, or who, who knows how long. But, yeah, we're, we're not having those cards anymore. I mean, I guess <laughs> we're just sending Facebook and Twitter messages if you are yeah. found a new job or if you need a new liver or other stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I found myself, I, I had a small hospital issue, and we said this in the podcast, I'm not going to go tell the whole story again, but, you know, I found updating people via Instagram was the way to go, which which is strange. You know, you, you would never do that either with work or personal stuff, but it's hard, you know, it's tough, so. Yeah. All right, so next week, uh, I'm looking forward, and I don't see a show, but when I saw it, I got a little excited. Remind me, what's what are we talking about next? It's next week is um, the one where Dukes closes Marty's favorite Marty's favorite bar. Yes, and, and quite a just prediction. I'm saying that wrong, but you know it starts out where Niles and Fraser get that respect from you know um, Marty at the bar, and then quickly turns sideways when inadvertently they're the ones that are going to close duke so yeah looking forward to that so laura's always it's been good to catch up with you we are taping a seinfeld after this so uh tune in for the latest that we got in seinfeld and for laura this is chris have a great day and thanks for listening to the we miss marty podcast have a good one hi i'm jennifer mooney welcome to what is our new hope interrupted podcast based on the work from our book Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.